I thought we were starting from limited knobbage. <laughs> That's always a good place Guys, to start. shut up so I can get my silence. Okay. Welcome to 2021. We are the Ladies of Strange. I'm Ashley. I'm Tiffany. And I'm Rebecca. Thank you for joining us each week as we discuss the history, mystery, and theory of all things questionable, odd, and eerie. Hi, ladies. Hi. For real this time. Guys, eight weeks. A little bit of context, guys, because we're being responsible adults. We all quarantined hardcore so that we could safely visit our families who were quarantining hardcore. Yep. Eight weeks without seeing you. Weeks. Well, I saw Rebecca at work, but like this, like I got a cuddle puddle and it was amazing. Oh, it was good times. So happy. Good times. <laughs> uh, so should we just jump into it? Rip yeah, the bandaid off. Let's jump into it. It's not really a bandaid. It's not that bad. We have a little bit of housekeeping to start off the new year. Correct. Put out the disclaimer before anyone gets worried. Uh, everything's good. We're good. Nothing is changing as far as our show. We're great. We're gravy, baby. Um, we need this. So y'all are stuck with us. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> For right now, and some of you have may noticed on the website that we do not have merch and the Patreon link. Is it still on the website or is it off? It is still on the website because right now Patreon is just paused. paused. So a little bit of background. We reached the point because we have lovely and very generous patrons where we had to decide whether we wanted to treat this as a business or keep treating it like a hobby. And because we do this more for sanity because we love y'all unless it's a business, we decided it was better for us to keep treating it like a hobby, which is why for now, until I find a new merch vendor, merch will be on pause and patreon it will be on pause yes so as of right now we're a not-for-profit podcast uh, <laughs> i mean we never were for profit I but mean, we want it to be <laughs> <laughs> i mean it would have been nice but but uh we will have march back up eventually it'll just be whenever we can uh get something set up with zero percent profit so yeah that will be coming back we greatly appreciate those of you who have bought stuff and like showing it off and repping us and yeah you're amazing in the meantime that means since we are pausing patreon bonus episodes will be moving to the main feed and Da-da. something we like to call sage Sage and tails uh so yeah a good thing for you guys who weren't able to join us on patreon which is totally fine we understand um we did a monthly episode there just for patreon listeners and it's just kind of a month of us trying something new and how our month went and all of that uh but we're gonna roll that into a bonus episode on the feed for you guys starting in february correct yeah so you guys will get normal episodes every thursday like normal nothing's changing there but you also see some bonus content coming up on your regular feed going into february yes so. and since tiffany's now editing the bonus feed we will decide in the future whether that's a regular <laughs> release or just when <laughs> tiffany gets to it i love you but you know me so well but i'm gonna put it out there that it's gonna be a regular release yes so that i can commit myself to that however officially we're not gonna say that because i'm really bad with timelines i was about to say Fair you enough. said it was going to be a regular release and then did not give a date yeah no we'll get to that we'll get to that but so just keep 
and I in February. Uh, who knows what day yet? We haven't ironed out all the details. But we just want to give you guys a heads up so you'll notice that we're not plugging Patreon and everything as much as we used to because we want to get back to doing this because we enjoy it and not having to stress about all the extra hubble blue that goes on behind the scenes. So yeah. uh, we love you and y'all get more of us in your ear holes now without having to pay us. You're Absolutely. welcome and I'm sorry. <laughs> You can skip them if you want to. It's fine. <laughs> but we also have a friend of the show who suggested uh, Rebecca Mary, an accountant who does it for us on the back end. But um, so if you know any available accountants. Nope. <laughs> we're not pimping her out. Hit me up and I will <laughs> send it to Rebecca. No, to solve this able Tiffany social media. Ashley, what do you Hi. have for us today? How many people die? Um, Surprisingly not. I mean, some, but I don't really go into detail about it. So let's let's dive on in. Ooh, cryptic. Whoa. <gasps> Have I ever talked about a cryptid before? What? <laughs> ooh, ooh, can we guess? Sure. Bigfoot. Uh, I was going with Bigfoot. No. Oh. Mothman? No. Jersey Devil? No. Loch Ness Monster? No. Oh, God. Wolpertinger? No. <laughs> <laughs> Who dies with Wolpertinger? I can say with a Rabbits thousand. are ferocious. <laughs> Have you seen Monty Python? <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought you said rapids. I was like, <laughs> those okay, two. what does that have to do with the cryptid? Drowning. I can say with a thousand percent certainty that we could sit here for hours and y'all would not guess this one. All right, give us it. We are going to be talking about, I've heard Kushtaka and Kushtaka. Oh. Different pronunciations. So they're found throughout folklore of the Tingit people of Alaska and the Pacific Northwest. They're often compared to the Watsa of the Smistin people. So they are six to eight feet tall, 500 pound telepathic shapeshifters. Don't like that. No. Oh, I love them. Oh, God. We'll get into it. It's a telepathic moose. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Alaska. (laughs) You can vouch for that. No meese were seen. They are covered in thick oily dark fur with glowing eyes they have talons on their hands but human-like feet a long tail and needle sharp teeth this is terrifying they are known to have supernatural strength great speed and agility in water and have been said to conjure illusions they live in the water surrounding the pacific northwest and live on a diet mostly of fish and mollusk oh healthy mm-hmm they're and not humans. Uh, I'm good with it. Pescatarian, but they're not. Um, they omit a three pitch whistle, which goes low, high, low. Tiffany, you want to try and whistle for us? <laughs> Fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we know who's the cryptid in the group. That was Rebecca, by the way. Um, I can't whistle. Okay, leave me alone. <laughs> which is believed to be how they either communicate with each other or how they lure their victims into trances. Ooh. For Tiffany, that would be. you're not wrong some believe that the kushtika are able to shapeshift into any animal but most say that they shift from human form to otter oh my god there it is (laughs) i love him so much i wish you guys could have seen her happy dance They have also been known as the Otter Man, the Land Otter, or Alaska's Bigfoot. This is otterly ridiculous. It's otterly amazing. <laughs> you otter be ashamed of yourself. I am not. <laughs> so I know we've talked about my otter obsession here, but a couple days before Christmas, I got an otter tattoo that takes up the better part of my upper arm. So I have a problem. <laughs> 
That's okay. We love you. But I'm here for it. So it's okay. So they appear to be kind and helpful, but they are actually cruel tricksters. Like otters. Like otters. Kushtika have been known to shapeshift into a human to help someone who may be in danger near or in the freezing waters. But in many stories, they save the lost individual by distracting them with otter-like appearances. Because, you know, otters are so cute. cute they like and dance cuddly. around in the water and they're like, mm, look at me. So their friends or family will distract them and one of them will transform and attack the victim, turning them into a kushtika. So they can survive the cold waters. Oh, oh. So well, they're helpful. Um, They're helping you survive the cold waters. No, so once you're, you may answer this later, once you're a kushtika, can you live as a human, like resume your normal life and well, then we'll just... to it. Okay. Well, pause. Um, <laughs> pause. P- pause. <laughs> <laughs> like an otter with their cute little beans. However, Kushtika legends are not always pleasant. In some legends, it's said that the Kushtika will imitate the cries of a baby or the screams of a woman to lure victims into the river. No. So that they can save them. Then lure them into the river to save them? Hell no. No. (laughs) Just because they're otters doesn't mean they can do that. So just like otters, they're more powerful in the water. So they always try to lure them towards the water. Once there, the Kushtika either kills the person and tears them to shreds or will turn them into another Kushtika. That though that's an option. <laughs> I don't know what to do with that information. That's like very violent. Like an otter. Yeah. Oh my god. However, unless you were rescued in enough time by a shaman, once someone has been turned into a kushtika, they can never be a mortal human again. <gasps> They will be able to shape shift into human form, but they will remain a Kushtika forever. And even though they're able to turn human, they will always, always have the needle sharp teeth. So that's one identifiable feature of them is no matter what they shape shift into, they always have these gnarly needle like teeth. Don't like that. So like Pennywise. Your friend runs away into the woods and then comes back and he's like, nah, I'm cool. With so, his needle teeth. Well, what I'm thinking is like, if you ran away and happened to be transformed into a Kushtika, I don't think you would come back because you'd enjoy being an otter too much. But if you did, and I saw the teeth and I knew the legends, would you still be like Ashley in your mind or would it start like... No, it takes over. They're like soul suckers. Oh, you know it's be Ashley because like she'd walk and be like, bitch, what? watch what I can Look do, what I otters. Can do. <laughs> <laughs> Flop. I'm an otter now. Look how cute I am. Follow me. You want to be otter too. You want to be otter. Let's go play. We shall frolic now. So anyone who gets turned is easily identifiable and will never be able to return to life as normal. Uh, This is a quote from the website onlyinyourstate.com. I don't know why I just went into that accent. (laughs) You went full on Canadian. (laughs) Don't you know. I guess I should say sorry. Quote, as you're walking through your village or hunting in the woods or fishing in the sea, a man or group of men approach you. These men look just like kinsmen and you don't have a clue that they're really the Kushtika. In some cases, these malevolent creatures appear when you're lost or injured and claim they intend to rescue you. However, they lead you deeper into the wilderness and either tear you into pieces or turn you into a Kushtika, which prevents your soul from being able to reincarnate. Ugh, men are the worst. Right. <laughs> Now, how do they turn you into a kushtika? Do you get into that? Like the specifics of it? No. They just attack and turn you into one. Okay. Well. I don't know. I mean, there could be like some ritual, some like underwater basket weaving. I don't know. (laughs) So that's what those classes do. (laughs) They turn you into kushtika. College makes so much more sense now. (laughs) College students. They're really cryptids. Truth. Um, 
So the Tingit people believe in reincarnation, but with most religions and groups that believe in it, there's like specific steps that have to be taken. Um, One of which is that they have to be given a proper goodbye when they pass away. And when they turn into a Kushtika, their souls are stolen. So there's nothing to send off in a positive way. So they believe that the Kushtika attack the village people to keep them from reincarnating. Oh, that's sad. (laughs) Um, and the most well-known sighting of the Kushtika was in Thomas Bay, Alaska, and is referred to as the strangest story ever told. I mean, yeah, but so is my biography. <laughs> Nailed it. So this is actually a book that was written, and the man who wrote it had it hidden away. Like, he documented it just so that he could have record of it, and I believe his daughter found it after he passed away. And in the book, he specifically said, like, I didn't want this to go public, so I don't want people to think that I'm crazy. I have a new life goal. (laughs) What is that, Make shit up, put it in a diary, say, this should not be distributed. Let my, I don't know, great-grandniece find it. (laughs) And just mass produce it and send it out to the world. Can can we buy this book? Yes. On- oh, yeah. Um, and this is a condensed version of his encounter. So it takes place in Thomas Bay, Alaska. And although the bay is very remote, it has seen a lot of tragedy. In 1750, the village was hit by a massive landslide and more than 500 people died. Then in the late 19th century, a ship carrying Chinese immigrants that were hired to work at a salmon company wrecked just outside of the bay. And it was reported that every person on the boat died. There wasn't a single survivor. Not after long. Not after long. Yeah. That's how it (laughs) works. Something like that. Not long after the boat accident, a prospector who I heard multiple things, but most places I saw called him Charlie. And no, I didn't actually read the book. I found snippets online. I cheated. Was searching for quartz in the woods on the bay. After an exhausting day of searching, he was about to give up. And then he saw something that would haunt him for the rest of his life. He saw a group of creatures running up the ridge towards him and stated they were the most horrible, vile looking things he had ever seen. They were neither man nor monkey, yet they looked like both. Their bodies were covered with long, coarse hair and smelt like decay. He saw these hideous monsters, which he believed to be demons, and took off running with the creatures following closely behind. One of them was so close that it was able to scratch him on his back, but somehow he was able to get away and make it back to his canoe. While he was escaping, whatever these were were making awful, screaming noises. Lovely. When he made it back to the cabin where his partners were staying, he reportedly told them the SS Jergo will be on her way south in the morning and asked them for money to get to Seattle and that he never wanted to step foot in Alaska again. And that's a very, very condensed version. But obviously, I'm not going to read the whole book here. Um, Or in your spare time, apparently. (laughs) I don't have a whole lot of that right now, ma'am. I was kidding. Look, 2021 just started. Right. Let us have a moment to get over 2020, please. I read there's a good bit of it available online if we're going to be real. And I read a good bit of it. So legends have it that Kushtika can be warded off with copper, urine, and in some stories, fire. I have two of those things. Urine Uh, and fire? Yep. (laughs) And one of them can be set on fire. (laughs) Can you set pee on fire? I'm sure you can. Let's not. Moving on. Water with other stuff in it. Ma'am. It's fine. We're moving on. Do you not know how science works? No, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Point that. Can you set a liquid on fire? Yes. Yes, you can. Okay. A mostly water based liquid. Maybe if you're really dehydrated. Or maybe if you pee on something and let it dry. Yes, water has a combustion point. It's just really fucking high fair so the answer to my question is i'm not stupid and i asked a valid question okay all right glitter uh, butt let's go <laughs> yes, I, have a glitter I love butt. the little pet names you come up for us rebecca 
Um, the most effective way to ward off the kushtika is with dogs. They are terrified of dogs. Oh, good. Ashley's safe. We don't I'm have fine. to worry about her. Except for if I become a kushtika, I'll be scared to go in my own house. Oh, sad. The local tribes are known to make weapons from dog bones as a way to ward off the kushtika. The best way to kill them is by piercing their hearts or decapitating them with a dog bone wrapped in copper. Like vampires but with dog bones okay but like to be fair if you stab most things in the heart or cut off their head they dead yeah pretty much but that's that's the best way to kill them that's okay. really cool um and then you also have to burn their bodies to prevent them regenerating oh they can regenerate yes that's the mm. so we should always listen to the beautiful men from supernatural and salt and burn yeah so anytime you kill a cryptid just Salt, salt and burn. burn. Um, and that was my really shallow dive into the Kushtika. Uh, girl, because there's not a lot of information available, but I now want to go to Alaska and go on a cryptid hunt. I mean, I do want to go back to Alaska. Still not convinced there's more animals there than just weasels. There's a lot of otters. They have like one of the largest condensed population of otters. And that's where a lot of people think that this cryptid came from because... I don't have the dates because I don't have it right in front of me. But back in like the 1700s, they were like overpopulated with otters Mm -hmm. and they were destroying the land, killing off the fish. They were causing a lot of damage. So they started killing them off. And if you don't know this about otters, they might look super cute, but they're not. No, they're vile and evil and so amazing. And I love them so much. (laughs) They're (laughs) Ashley. Oh, yeah. no. I look super cute, but I'll bite your face off. Okay, that's true. Um, <laughs> minus the yeah. sexual assault. Otters are very non-consensual, mm. to, to say the <laughs> least. <laughs> uh, where was I going? Oh, so they started killing them off, and then they realized that their pelts were really good fur. So they almost overkilled the otters and almost like completely killed off the population. And so they, a lot of people believe that that's where the stories came from, is like vengeful spirits yeah. of them killing off all of these creatures because they were really held in high regards because they're so human-like and they're one of the few animals that can do land and sea and they can interact with them. So there's actually a lot of interesting history, but I couldn't find any concrete facts, so I didn't really dive into where the thought came from. But uh, I want to go on a Kushtika hunt. I mean, I'd go with you to Alaska and let you go on your hunt by yourself. I would have to keep both of you on leashes because, like, Alaskan men... Oh. oh, and otters. Uh-huh. Oh, no. <laughs> Look, we need to schedule a visit to Alaska. <laughs> Sounds, you know, they, they have pretty low numbers right now. Yeah. I'm sure we have a friend somewhere out there in Alaska. If we do. Yeah, they have low numbers, which is why we're not invited. Oh, I was talking about the pandemic. Yeah, exactly. I'll quarantine. I'd quarantine for Alaska. How do you plan to get there? Um, We will charter an airplane and make the pilot quarantine we literally just talked about how we're removing (laughs) patreon and merch uh just kidding so we're not doing that (laughs) in fact we're ramping everything up so we can get to alaska (laughs) this is all a great ploy for us to run away to alaska guys not not forever no it's too cold there I would go visit and look at all the animals and the attractive people, mm-hmm. which is, you know, kind of my goal on every vacation. Yeah. Right? <laughs> animals, attractive people, done. I'm like, is there some sort of sanctuary somewhere I can go to? Perfect sanctuary during the day, animal variety. And <laughs> whereas I'm and like, human cl- variety at night. Coolest bar, antique shop, maybe books. I'm 80. There are hot That's- people there too. Thank you. Nailed it. We could do both. 
we got oh, this. God, I'm so ready. We're going to Alaska, people. We're going Woo. to Alaska. We're coming for you, Alaska. Hide your kids, hide your wife. I mean, I'm not into <laughs> your kids, but maybe hide your wife. I just meant for the uh, debauchery that's coming their way. Uh, yeah, hide your, hide your wife, because I'm coming. <laughs> oh my God, Tiffany. Anyway. But yeah, so that was my quick little uh, shallow dive to start us off on the right foot. I told you... I mean, yeah, people die, but it wasn't... It, I tried to go a little bit... You went really light. I'm very yeah. impressed. It won't last. No, it won't. That's fine. You know, when people start sending you personalized things that say everyone dies, you realize maybe you should tone it back. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so perfect. But it is. It's... And I love it. And people will die next month. Don't worry. It's fine. <laughs> I'm trying to start off on the right foot. But on that note... Death <laughs> and don't die i tried to do so good no death in 2021 no dying (sighs) okay okay wow on that note remember friends everyone has something that they find odd let us tell you why it's not if you have any questionable topics you like us to discuss you can share them with us on any of our social medias you can search for us we'll pop up you know what we look like hey Um, or you can email them to us at theladiesestrange at gmail.com don't forget to subscribe rate and review and if you think we're doing a great job and want to support the show just tell people about us because we're not doing the patreon thing anymore so just be like hey yo you like cool shit well here's some cool shit and introduce us to them uh and uh what do i say after that keep, keep it, it strange, strange <laughs> lovelies <laughs> happy 2021 <laughs>